So I want to talk to you today about the announcement that Amazon made about Kindle and AI voice production of Kindle books and what it means for our future. And I want to share with you some things that maybe you're not considering if it's got y'all riled up. Let's do that in this episode of the VO Heroes podcast. As I record this, uh, yesterday, Amazon made an announcement in the Kindle uh, group uh, of uh, Kindle authors that they're going to start offering uh, AI synthetic voice versions of audiobooks. Uh, it's going to be in beta for a while, and then it's going to be rolled out to everybody. So Kindle authors will have the ability to have their books turned into audiobooks read for them by a computer. And obviously, this is causing some real anxiety within the narrator community. And I just want to share some things with you that I think we should keep in mind as we approach this. First of all, this was inevitable. It's not something you can stop. All of the righteous indignation that you feel, I completely understand. I want to make sure you understand it makes no difference whatsoever. Amazon is not going to stop the process. They're not going to sit there and go, oh, yeah, you're right. We really should favor human narrators. Uh, they're going to be offering a 40% royalty share to authors who choose to do this. But despite the fact that it's inevitable, there are some things to remember about this that work in our favor. Number one, uh, it's not as good and won't be for a long time as human voices. And so the writers that often consider their titles, I would think more often than not, certainly the vast preponderance of the time, as a creation of their life's work, their baby. I mean, when I train you as an audiobook narrator, I hope I instill in you the notion that if you're doing an audiobook narration for a rights holder, you're working with their, their, their most precious possession in many cases, the book that they've worked on for months or years or decades. You know, they don't tend to look at these things as throwaways. Some do. Some just like put out book after book after book and don't really care about it. It's an assembly line for them. They may likely be the people the people that will take advantage of this. Um, but there are going to be people who like, I'm not going to have a computer read my book. My book, The Redemption, you know, just picking a title at random. This is, this is like art. I'm not going to do this. So just know that that's the case. And I'm going to circle back to this uh, in, the, in the third point that I'm going to make. Um, second, uh, the, the idea that artificial intelligence and synthetic voices, uh, we can be protected against by a union or by a movement of artists, you know, I just don't want you to, like, lose sight of the fact that that's not going to be effective. It's just not. Um, there is going to be guardrails up around people that already have contracts with unions and the people that uh, have a company policy of not using synthetic voices. But this is not going to be something that uh, law is going to protect us from or that regulation is going to protect us from. And the flip side of all that is that voiceover talent can license their voice and potentially do a little jujitsu on this and take advantage of it. We're going to talk about more about that in successive 
uh, podcast episodes. But the third point I want to make, and this is the big point, is this is nothing new in the world of voiceover. The world of IVR has had the option to use synthetic voices since the 80s. And they're still hiring human beings to do IVR work when the budget warrants it, when the brand warrants it. And I think you're going to see that there's going to end up being a, uh, a sort of a stratification of the projects. Uh, people that can't afford a live voice, can't afford a human being, uh, are going to gravitate towards this. But the opposite is also true. The brands that matter, the big publishers, the big producers, the authors that care so much about their work, they are going to stick with human narrators. They want to be able to say proudly that their work was narrated by a human being. And that's going to be the case for a long, long time. And so what that means is there's never been a better time than the present to pay attention to the quality of your work. Do what you can to up your game. If you have frustration about your ability to do the work, if you are challenged by the technology, find somebody who can help you. Uh, if it's not me, then find somebody. Find any number of really well-known, well-respected audiobook coaches, audiobook production coaches, you know, I'm happy to help, but there are plenty of options in, in the world for you to do. And practice what you're doing. Practice how you're doing it. Practice your business skills as well. How do you treat and work with, deal with rights holders, right? So I know this is crushing for some people. It's like the apocalypse is coming. I don't think so. I don't think it's that bad. And I think that if history has taught us anything in other categories of voice work, yeah, there's going to be that option ongoing, but the human option is always going to be the superior choice. And remember that long-form narration, just to wrap this up, long-form narration is the hardest to replicate with synthetic voices because of carrying a tune across a story arc or understanding when something is sarcastic. Or even, like I'm doing, I'm narrating a book right now about technology, even saying a URL, you know? A, a synthetic voice is likely going to treat each one of the individual letters of HTTPS, colon, slash, slash, blah, blah, blah. They're not going to have the rhythm that a human being has. They're not, and, and that's just one of hundreds of examples of things that are going to be a challenge for a long time for synthetic voices. But... Rest assured that if you stay on top of your game and if you understand how the business works, you're going to be just fine. And again, I know you're probably thinking to yourself, well, what do you know, David? You, yeah, you, you have some success. You're, you're like, you know, you're established, blah, blah, blah. You're, you're next. You're next. I'd love to know what you think. Please go to VOHeroes.com where this episode, if you're not watching it already on VOHeroes.com, go there. Put your, your comments in the, in the comments area. Tell me what you think about this. Tell me where you think things are going. Tell me if you think what I've shared with you here is of any comfort to you. If you think I know what I'm talking about or you think I'm full of crap, just let me know. Be, be respectful, but let me know in the comments below because this is important. It's important that we have uh, an understanding as much as we can of what the future holds. 
hit the like button if you like what you're hearing or if you just like that I'm bringing this to you. Uh, you can subscribe to the channel. You can also hit the notification bell and be notified when uh, new episodes come out. You can do that anytime you like. I'm David H. Lawrence, the 17th. I thank you so much for watching and for listening. And I will see you in the next episode of the VO Heroes podcast.